Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And unfortunately, Rick couldn't join us today, but I do have two very, very special guests. I have, uh, starting off, let's start off with uh, the great, the wonderful... HMG, uh, thank you for, for joining in and filling in today. Oh, you're welcome. I think you went a little too far. Um, <laughs> but thanks, yeah. I'm more than happy to fill in half a Rick there. There you go. And then, uh, uh, you know, anyone not familiar with HMG, he, he is a happily married gamer. He does the Will I Continue podcast. Uh, Rick and I both have guested on there once before in the past. Uh, was fun great have uh, being on there and it's it's honestly been a blast here in the, at least the pre-show for for the last uh, 20 minutes or so just having a blast talking to him and uh as some of you remember uh cj from anime anonymous who filled in for rick once before and he is back again to do it because baby come back you can blame <laughs> it all on me <laughs> always happy to be here and be the other half of rick because you know me and hmg together make up just one rick so there you go if we, do, we do the fusion of rick <laughs> like god oh, dang it where's my earring uh, i can't do the fusion dance <laughs> uh Oh, if you if you really want to catch a part of the water conversation or if you uh, want to help support us just in general, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. Or if you choose to support us through other means, we do have an affiliate link for for right stuff. Anime, it'll take you to the manga because this show actually is not available on DVD just yet. Uh, if you want to support us like that, you could also go to shop.featuredanimepodcast.com. It would be very much appreciated. Um, now, on to the meat and potatoes. Uh, summertime Rendering, or Summertime Render, uh, aired in April 2022 through September 2022. Uh, a couple of producers for it are Movic, Mages, Tokyo MX. Uh, studio for it is OLM. It's based off of a manga. The... Uh, Genres for it are mystery, supernatural, suspense, time travel, shonen, and time traveling granddaughters. Man, the Rick, the Rick special, right? <laughs> that's like what? That sounds awesome. That's not real. <laughs> you got me sold. Oh man! Like yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm full in now. Full yeah. in. There you go. Right on. Uh, so this this week is going to be. It's a little bit different. Uh, obviously, well, because, you know, Rick's not here, not joining. Um, and also, uh, HMG and CJ both actually haven't seen it. So it was kind of more of a, Hey, you know, bring you guys on kind of approach it a little bit differently. I'm going to try and attempt to sell it to you guys and see if you guys are, are kind of sold on it. Obviously ask questions and, and, you know, ask clarification as for whatever it is. 
Um, and I'll do my best and see how great my memory is, which is pretty horrible at at large. So we'll just, well, you know, we'll, we'll roll with it. We'll see. We'll see how it goes today. I was supposed to replay twin questions uh, that we already know the uh, anime name, but never like twin questions. What is it? Right. What's it about? Okay. So yeah. Uh, I can read you the synopsis and it'll kind of give you a general idea. However, I feel that would be cheating. So I'm not going to do that, obviously, because I'm like, uh, so, so I, I could I could spoil HMG a little bit, right? Yes, I literally know a tad of this. Um, I had a friend recommend it to me and I swear I'm, I think I watched all of season one or season one episode one i mean um which is weird because it was kind of fan servicey which was a turn off for me at first if i'm remembering correctly and then like at the end of episode one it just pops off like it's crazy like okay. stuff goes down and there's like shadows and trying to take control or they have to take out the original person and it's if i remember correctly this is happening on like an island yep um and yeah like they start trying to figure out how to tell who's a shadow who's a real person etc but like but yeah i and i don't know why i never really like went into it because it started being interesting like i said like right at the end and I, yeah, I don't know why I dropped it, but yeah, I know a little bit, but not much. Okay. Man, so dude, when you were talking, oh, sorry. No, you're, you're, you're good. I was going to say, uh, real quick. Cause you brought up the, like the fan service. So at the beginning, uh, one of the main characters, uh, Mio, she, she comes down a hill, she gets flung, flung into water. And when she's getting flung into the water, they show her panties, believe it or not, yeah. believe it or not. They 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 tie that in, tie in the type of panties she's wearing into figuring out when her shadow was created. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure this was a harem. Yeah. No. I promise <laughs> Talk you. Talk about plot devices. The plot panties. But CJ was explaining, it's like, man, you know, it's, there's a little fanboy, then you go into everything pops off, and my brain's going, okay, going haywire. It's like, what pops off? Then there's someone tries to take uh, control of the person, like, uh oh, what is this? Is this like a harem? Like, for real? <laughs> it's like, my mind's going crazy, dude, with imagination. Right. So, so you have Ajudo, uh, the main male protagonist. He He's coming back to his home because his longtime, long lost love, sweetheart, you know, died. Uh, Ushio and she's blonde and how the sister is completely tanned and opposite and everything is not beyond me Mio uh, Ushio is dead starts off with her dead and she's dead for the first four episodes she comes back the Ushio that comes back is actually a shadow so what's happening is uh, Shinpei is coming back to her funeral because she was killed or she died and she was it was said that she was drowning, but then you start figuring out, oh, she was actually strangled to death. And and it's very hush hush on her being strangled to death. And at the end of the very first episode, uh, Shinpei dies immediately. Like he, he gets killed off and Mio gets killed off. And the other girl that, that starts off in there, uh, Hizuru, 
she gets killed off. So you have three pivotal main characters, all three or actually four because Ushio's already dead immediately, the very beginning. And then you find out that Shinpei or Ajiro, he's actually getting sent back in time to a specific point. So that makes you think of uh, Groundhog Day, right? You know, you just keep reliving the same day in a loop constantly, right? Or the same couple of days or three days or whatever it is in in a loop, right? Mm -hmm. There's a catch. Every time he dies and goes back, he doesn't go back as far. So after about halfway through it, right, he starts figuring out by like the fourth or fifth time he dies, he figures out like if he doesn't survive long enough, he will just be straight up dead. He will he will permanently die no matter what. So so there is past will meet present. Exactly. And so he also has a different colored eye and he and you figure out that the different colored eye used to not be a different color. And so a couple of people actually comment on it. Oh, what happened to your eye? Why is it a different color? And he's like, I don't know. Something happened. Um, But you also learn that. Mio has a uh, has a shadow and what a shadow is it's basically this life form that takes on the memories from a specific point in time and clothing that they're wearing and everything like that and then becomes that person right and so while they're trying to figure out who's a shadow and who's not I want to say in like the second or third episode they they kind of go back to Hizuru who's the busty woman that uh, Ajiro at the very beginning of episode one face plants into her, her breasts for, right? And she smacks him, obviously, because why would you face plant in my boobs? Uh, you find out that she's actually also originally from the island as well, and she's known about the shadow beings for a long time and knows and can one sense them and also be able to figure out how they are whether or not prove without a doubt whether or not they are a shadow being. And would you guys like to take a guess as to how this one key pivotal way, it doesn't matter what it is, this key pivotal way of being able to tell someone's a shadow being or not. Mm. I'll let HMG go first. Gee, thanks. (laughs) Uh, Just a gentleman. Yeah, gentleman scholar. Um, uh, I don't know. They find a pin and I don't know. What? How how does it happen, sir? CJ, go ahead. (laughs) So, again, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. I swear my friend said something about this. Um, As as cliche as it sounds, I, I swear he said it had something to do with the actual shadow of the person um something about like they don't like to be touched or something or am i like completely off Shadows can be touched yeah I, <laughs> typically shadows can be touched and and your friend is right cj um their shadows don't like to be touched and they're the shadow because their existence is the shadow so the the being's body is just kind of like the shell the facade to protect who they really are so if you try to step on their shadow, even an ant, and they show this too, they show an ant going across the shadows. That's what he told me. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. 
the shadow moves around the ant. So the ant is never actually in shat in the shadow, never even touching it. That's also the only way you can kill them is by attacking what, their by shadow. Light? By by attacking oh, the shadow. Okay. As weird as that is. Shine a bright light at them. No, no. You literally, you actually literally have to attack the shadow with like a sledgehammer, a gun, something like like any damage you do to the shadow damages them. So if you stab the shadow and drag it along their arm, it'll they'll their arm will and they show this too. They show uh, this happening. Your arm will split as if you someone literally just drug this shadow right right across your arm. Or this knife oh. across your arm in real life. Jeez. So the picture you're showing on, on the screen there, it, th- those are the shadows of those uh, black arms and fingers, all that stuff that's reaching out to them. Th- are those are the shadows? Yeah. Well, those are some of the shadows, right? Some of the shadows. Yeah. So uh, some of them are are that. Some of them are not. You have a... Uh, and, and it's kind of hard to explain, right? So the shadows typically look like everyday people. However... As the show progresses on, that is that is no longer the case. So I have a question. Are these shadows like otherworldly? Do they delve into that at all? They uh, delve into it a little bit. They delve into it a little bit. So what happens is right. and, And this is like kind of like end game type type stuff mainly. But around I want to say episode like 20, they start kind of exploring the origin of the shadows and where they actually came from. And, and you have this other, other being who's also technically not a shadow. He can just utilize a shadow. He's kind of like a, 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 a hybrid of a shadow, if that makes sense. Um, so what the theory, the original theory is, is that they, that it came from space and this, they do state this specifically. Okay that it was on an asteroid and it came from space and landed in the ocean. And while it was in the ocean, it was in one of the darkest parts of the ocean. And what happens is, is this whale that this, the original shadow portrayed itself as beached itself on the, on, on, uh, on the beach of this Island that they are all on 300 years ago, it transformed into one of the little girls or not one of the little girls, but into a little girl child thing and took on their form. What they tell you is um, that in order for that shadow to stay, they must um, kill the original. So, so their very existence is on them actually killing the original. And if they don't do it within a week, they will die. And here's the other thing. It's not just people that they can clone or create. They can create weapons, items, anything. But there is a limitation on that even too. And so they, they state that because one of the, one of the weapons of choice is, uh, is a nail gun. And the reason why is because if you're able to shoot three nails into them and it won't kill them. They'll be pinned to that one spot. So that way they can't run away. They can't get away from that one particular spot. There is a limit for shadow created weaponry or items in general of 50 meters. And that's it. So you can't just 
and it has to be something that they can see to be able to replicate, like actually physically see to be able to replicate. So that way they could destroy it. So they can look at a picture of a rocket launcher online and create a rocket launcher and then shoot a rocket and kill everyone or, or whatever. That It's not going to work for them. But if there's... Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Do you, okay. Just kind of off the subject of the time, but do you see any character growth? Is it like a... Yes. Do they kind of... Okay. Yes. So uh, because it's kind of in a looped time frame, one of the... the for Azuro, because he's the one that is looping back every single time. His initial response is I could just keep restarting and everything like that. And then he learns mm-hmm. by the third loop. Oh, I can't keep looping like this because I will eventually die. And he, he figures out that he can see the edge of time at which he can loop back to. So if he were to die at that point, there's nothing for him to go back to. So it's kind of think of it like a bridge that's slowly collapsing behind him every time he dies as he's moving forward. So, um, so you said edge of time, and that immediately made me think of the uh, the movie um, Edge Edge of uh, Tomorrow, because mm-hmm. like he yeah. keeps like rewinding in time, but mm-hmm. it's the same period in time, but he doesn't have as much time because they keep coming after him. Yes, mm-hmm. so like. This reminds me of like Edge of Tomorrow mixed with um oh shoot what was that Jordan Peele movie Us I think it's called Us Us where there's like copies of everybody and they're trying to like take them out um but yeah that's yeah I don't know why I didn't watch this because it's it's actually still on my list to watch and I'm that's why like when you asked me I was like why did I not watch this There's no reason. <laughs> So, so I, I can, I can totally see because it's one base plan into boobs very beginning. And then as you're watching it within like five, not even five minutes, you're seeing someone flip over and you're just looking at panties and there's like, it doesn't really feel like there's a whole lot of progression or growth or anything like that. And then at the very end and the end of the first episode is what really kind of hooks you. Because you see Mio uh, in the house and everything like that. And then you see Mio just kind of like standing outside, staring up at the building. And one of the officer and the only officer that is on the whole island, you know, is like, hey, what are you what are you doing standing out here? And then you just see her turn to him and smile. And then that's it. You have no other context, no other information, no nothing. And then. What ends up happening is at the end of that very first episode, what really kind of like hooks you in is you see uh, Mizuru, the girl with the glasses at the very beginning. You see her dying in front of Ajiro and then you see her get shot in front of him. And then when you when he turns to see who shot her, he sees Mio with shadow Mio and he doesn't know it's a shadow at the time holding Mio hostage with a gun to her head and then shoots him and kills him. Like that's the end of episode hmm. one. Hmm. So that's, that's kind of like the hook. It's like you're, you're already get trying to get invested in this character and they immediately kill this character and bring him back. Like, well, that's a little weird. That's a little, little unique. 
What's also interesting too is because he, when he dies and everything like that, he does remember everything that happened up to that point. And there is a time frame or, or time crunch for it too. So he has until the 24th and you find this out about seven episodes in. He has until the 24th, uh, which is uh, the summer festival and there's going to be fireworks and everything like that. He has until that time frame to be able to re- uh, resolve it. Trick is, he's not the only one that's remembering after the 24th. So when he fir- makes it to the 24th the very first time, uh, Hine, who is the main bad uh, character, the protagonist, so to speak, the, the creator of the shadows, the mother of shadows, when she creates that contact with him, she starts remembering everything that's happening as well. And then she telepathically spreads all that information to all the other shadows. So by him surviving, going back, trying to change something, she is also going back, being taken back and is sharing the information of what's going to happen to prevent it from happening and give them a better advantage. And she also learns uh, by episode like eight that he can't just will and nilly off himself to start the loop over because it progressively gets later and later. And the, the time frame, the jumps before it was like a couple seconds, then it was a few minutes. And then the, 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 time frame distance and how far he's going back changes and it just becomes more and more drastic as to the time disparity in between when he goes back and when he died. So if he, if that keeps happening, I mean, the personal question though is uh, does that, so I'm thinking of like time, time space continuum. Uh, so if that moment of time, that story or that timeline, does that keep him going forward? Is does the whole world rewind backwards? So that, you know, every time he does something different or whatever, it happens different or he gets further or whatever. Does that continue on or is it just going to keep on? I mean, you know what I mean? So I they actually kind of who does that. So they actually do touch on that. They I was surprised. And so how they chose to explain him dying, how they chose to explain every death is he he himself, his body or his consciousness is being taken to a parallel world every time he dies. So he ceases to exist and whatever happens in that world when he dies, stop basically for him kind of stop. So we don't know if the events continue on after that or what have you or anything like that. Like the world, we can only assume that the world gets destroyed. All right. Because that's kind of the idea of what's going to end up happening when the 24th hits. So every time he dies and this is what they say. And he even this is like, this is the hypothesis. This is what I'm, what I think happens. And this is my understanding of it is every time I die, I am hopping over to a parallel world and moving forward. And mm-hmm. it is kind of believable. And, and that's more of a better kind of ideology behind it. Because when he reaches the 24th, the shadow version of, Ushio comes into play and he starts going back in time with Ushio. Every time he loops, he's bringing her with him. And so as the story progresses on, Ushio, there's a, there is a point, spoiler, right? Big spoiler. Ushio dies. Aside from the original dying, the shadow version dies. But she, because she died, 
She's from loop. Is it three? I think it is because she died on because she's the Ushio from loop three. Only Ushio from loop three that traveled with uh, Ajiro, the main male protagonist, through each loop all the way through. And when he finally reaches loop 10 or whatever, or whatever it is like for her after she dies, she still has yet to come back for that loop. So technically, if he wanted to, if he had a way figured out how to survive, he could have had an entire army of Ushios to help him out. Shadow Ushios. Interesting. Hmm. I was going to ask about if the, the shadows came back to or they had an, an idea of what's going on. So here's here's here. So they do not. So once you kill the shadow, uh, they say it's like a disease, right? So once you once you've had the disease, you're immune to it. So if you create a shadow, you kill the shadow of yourself. You can no longer have a shadow created of you. You're basically immune to it. So could, could you, only, uh, I don't remember if you said this or not, but could you kill your own shadow or somebody else could kill your shadow? It would, would it be the same outcome? Yeah, it would be the, it'd be the same outcome. It does. Anyone okay. could kill the shadow. It just has to be someone. Someone has hmm. to kill the shadow. A shadow could kill the shadow. Just someone has to kill it. So you said Ush, uh, uh, um, an army of Ushios. So I'm assuming Ushio is a shadow that starts helping him. Ushio. So, so at, the beginning of episode one, uh, Ajiro is coming back to uh, to to his home. He hadn't been there for a couple of years to to the mm-hmm, original mm-hmm. Ushio's funeral. She was she yeah. was killed. However, she was not killed by the shadow Ushio. The shadow Ushio does start helping him because she is still Ushio. And so everyone, the including the Hine. Uh, the mother of the shadows even says that she is an anomaly. She's an irregular that she should be overwritten because she is uh, defective, so to speak. Gotcha. So wait, so said she knows she's a shadow. She does. Yes. Okay. Everyone that is a shadow knows that they're a shadow and hmm. she, oh. she can also share her memories with other people who are not shadows. So she, all she has to do is touch them and she can impart all that knowledge onto everyone, which becomes really crucial, really, really critical for onboarding everyone and creating this whole group of people to help him out. So it starts off with him just trying to convince his friend, uh, Soyu, and then it goes to Ushio, here, let me shake your hand, even though it's kind of freaking you out that I'm dead and I'm still here in front of you. And you saw my corpse in literally just three hours ago. Touches him. Uh, is able to import all the memories, all the knowledge and everything like that unto him and Mm. is able to do that for every single person. So, so that way it's basically, Hey, every time I die, I now have to recruit you, but because of he's not starting as far back when he, after he, after a certain point, he stops having to recruit. They're already recruited. And it's more so we can't do that now because of this. We can't do that now because of that. We can't do Mm. this now because of this. Gotcha. So, um, second question, and this is just because one of my my favorite things is trying to figure out um, any ties. So I haven't seen this, so I don't know. But the 24th, is that a week from the funeral? No, it's three days. 
three. Oh, okay. Because you kept saying like he had till the twenty fourth, and like another time frame was the week. So I'm like, ooh, I wonder if he has a week. Wow, he only has three days. Okay, he only has yeah, he only has three days. So so yeah, he he makes it back there on the twenty first, twenty second, yeah, twenty second, and then he has until the twenty fourth to get it all resolved. Basically, by by the twenty fourth for the fireworks that start happening that's when he when he's like out of time huh. and so here here's another another little thing right the shadows they're what they do what they eat they eat anything and everything but they prefer to eat the people that that they're taking over so when they're what's really interesting is they'll kind of just touch the person after they kill them and you'll just see this burnt does shadow remain and that's because they ate the person plays a pivotal point for Hine as well and you find this out really really early on like four or five episodes in like they basically murder the whole town and she eats everything and she basically destroys the world and that's what you find out five episodes in so how many episodes a 24 episode anime 24 okay yeah 20 25 20 25. don't shortchange it all right last episode's <laughs> really really critical all right well it's not <laughs> so 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 jack what was what was the kicker for you that got you just hanging on because 25 episodes nowadays depending on how good it is it's fairly long so what what got you hooked onto it and what kept you gripped you know to just keep on watching it for a long haul so this one was actually one of the ones where it so as you know, from from past episodes, I'm usually able to kind of call like major plot twist plot points fairly early on in the in the show. Mm-hmm. This one, instead of saving the the major plot twists for the very end, they the 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 major plot twists are shown actually relatively early and then they just start twisting those plot twists even more. So it was like, oh, he can loop. He'll just be able to continue to loop. Oh, okay. It's he can loop, but he can only loop within, you know, he can't loop back X amount of time. You know, it's so it'll, it'll just progressively get forward, but he will continue to be able to loop constantly. Oh, Mm. he can't loop constantly. He has to like strategically not die and strategically die at a certain point. It's like, okay, that's interesting. Oh, so-and-so's actually not dead. Oh, so-and-so is a hybrid? And then, wait, they not only are they a hybrid, but they can do all this other stuff? Wait, they can, they can do this? And then it's just like, they take that, and then they're like, twist. And then they take, take something else, and they twist. And then you find something else out, and then they twist. And then you figure this out, and then it's like, twist. It's like, okay, I like. It's like, okay, you could kind of figure out that uh, the the that who uh, Shide he's a four armed shadow who's not really a shadow. Like, if you kind of pay attention, you could kind of figure out who it is. But then about mm-hmm. three quarters through it, they lean into it, and it's like, oh, okay, well that's who it is. And then right after they're like, you're for sure this is who it is. It's like there's two of him. Wait, <laughs> there's three of him. Wait, he's he's got no memories, no soul, and he's technically a hybrid? Wait, he 
literally had a baby with a shadow that ended up being a clone of him. What? Yeah, that's got me intrigued now. (laughs) It's like, so it's just like, okay, so-and-so is Shire is so-and-so. Okay, cool. Whatever. Right on. Wait, there's two of him? Wait, he's just a clone? And then it's like, oh, by the way, this whole entire sect of people over here, yeah, they're actually related. They're actually, this entire whole thing is like, they're all related and and this whole thing's been propagated as a secret this whole time and all this other stuff. It's like, wait, 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 wait. What? (laughs) So, okay, so then I have a, a question for you. So that was kind of what kind of kept you going my my question kind of stems from what hmg said like nowadays yes that is long but nowadays also it is due to that length it sometimes feels like a drag right um so did this did this keep your attention all episodes or did was there a lull and then brought you back or how how did you feel the flow went uh i felt like the flow was really solid um it it had a couple of moments where you're just like kind of like a little anxious you want to see the story progress but at the same time there is a reason that they're showing some minute detail like there is nothing that doesn't happen without it actually relating to something else. So like back to the original beginning, right? Where you see the panties, right? He he's yes, the plot panties, plot panties. Ajiro says to Mio, he goes, when did you wear white panties? And she tells him like when he, she wore panties, because when he saw her, it was basically the next day. So he go. He's able to figure out from at what point the Mio came, Shadow Mio came into existence. So that way they can kind of like have a correlation and figure out. Okay, so this is who this is, and from here. But they also made a shadow of Ajiro at the same time. So he has a shadow of himself out there too. And here, here's where the the duplicating technology comes in comes into play. He, uh, when you're on the 24th and they're showing what happened to uh, Ajiro, you see his shadow take the cell phone out of his pocket, clones it, and destroys the original. Later on, the shadow version of Ashiro uh, or Ajiro makes a call to everyone pretending to be the original Ajiro. And because he's making the call with his phone, it's disrupting the signal for the real Azuro because he's not making the call first. Dun, 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 dun. Right. Hmm. So so it's yeah. it's like seems like, oh, well, that's kind of random that he would do that. But they end up looping that back in and they, they end up showing that back in later on and, and playing a, having it play a part of it. And the information that they're telling you is like, oh, that's why they did that. Oh, that's why that's happened. Oh, there's a reason why Hizuru is able to basically use superhuman strength and is able to to beat the shadows. Well, yeah, no, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking like 25 episodes, man, that's long witted nowadays. My attention span is not that long anymore. Yeah. <laughs> For the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. It is. It is certainly long, and it's not like it's not like the character Azuro. It's not like he maintains his cool collective mentality all the way through. Mm-hmm. He, I, I loved that they kept the very human aspect of it, and and the when he's like panicking or trying to figure something out or or anything like that when he's backed into a corner, like you, it's he's panicking and and you can see the panic and everything like that. And he's like trying to gain his composure, but he's having some difficulty doing that. And so they, they, they lean into that sometimes where they really just kind of play into, to the humanity portion of it where they make it hard for you. And I, I can't remember. I think you mentioned it, but he can't kill himself. Right. Is that what you said? He can kill him. So he can kill himself. It's just, given the number of times that he loops, he has to be careful at what point he chooses to loop himself. Okay. It has to be kind of further out where he was originally to kind of like where he died previously, right? He has to be a little bit farther out. Exactly. Yeah. And and they do start talking about a specific time for it where they're like, okay, for him to be able to, he goes, okay, for me to be able to loop, I have to be here. And they even reference the power that he actually has. This is actually a stolen power. It's not originally his. It was given to him. And it was. And uh, so what ends up happening is you have uh, him trying to figure out how to properly use it. But they also comment saying because he's human, he's not able to fully utilize the power. And the only way that he can actually activate it is by dying. So. It's it's not even that it's a special power unique to him. It's a power that was given to him that was stolen from the shadows originally, which also kind of like reminds me of uh, Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I was about yeah. to say. I, I swear. Yeah, it reminds me of Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat. Repeat. Like the, that's exactly how he got it. He accidentally stole it from whatever they're called. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I'd be honest, I'm, I'm really interested in what you rated this uh, for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, great oh, spot so for you rating. Keep on. No, no, yeah, no. I mean, like, do you... keep on... no, no, no. HMG. We should guess what he rated it. Oh, mm. that's right. We should, huh? There you go. Uh, you, I, sir, you can be, you can go first. <laughs> CJ. Oh my gosh. This is, so, <laughs> this is so different. I always closed it on my podcast. Hang okay. on, hang on. Before before we really get into that, right? Let's mm-hmm. let me let me the artwork. I love the artwork. The the art style mm-hmm. for it was actually really well. I enjoyed the yeah. art style for it. The the dialogue was actually pretty decent. Didn't really notice the music too much. It was there, but it wasn't really a focal point for me personally. Uh I would but I would definitely say the the fluidity of the animation, the animation in general, and the aesthetics of it were just really well done. Yeah, what it looks like, I'm looking at the, the live stream here. I've, I've enjoyed watching some of the uh, stills you've been uh, coming across. I like the art style. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It is. I was, I was really kind of hesitant on it at, at first. But then when I started watching, watching it, the art style was like, art style is pretty pretty slick it's really nice i i honestly had no complaints for the art style 
especially like this right here. Um, I think it's live. Uh, we're looking at. I love the shadows and the uh, was a god race they call or sun rays. Yeah, yeah. The, Beam it down. That's pretty cool. I like that yeah. effect. Yeah, and uh, and then um, also here's on the next one. So um, I have an image of Hizuru putting her suitcase down, and you can see on the floor the burned silhouette of a human, and that's what happens when a shadow eats a person. Gotcha. Pretty cool. Okay, so I like, I like the Linus. Sorry, I think of Charlie Brown. I like the Linus. Uh, I think it's Linus or whatever the uh, kid that plays piano. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like. Sorry, random. <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> sorry, go ahead, CJ. No, oh. no, now that you said <laughs> that, I was just staring at it. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say because the visuals were good, and from what I've seen. It looks good. Um, I also think. There you go. I found a bad one for you. I think. um, Oh, my Lord. Eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Let me see that. I saw the eyes. I love the eyes. You look at (laughs) us. Look left, look left, turn right. Don't don't look. (laughs) Shield yourself. But I'm going to say because the visuals were good, the plot sounds really good. Um, we I I know sometimes you and I tend to agree like on liking the the anime that kind of quote unquote tickles your brain. Right. So that would be an interest of me for me. Um, and then the fact that there weren't too many lulls. I was teetering between an eight or a nine. I feel like you gave this a nine. I'm I I didn't hear you rave enough for it to be a ten, but I didn't really hear anything to really drop it too much. So I'm gonna say you gave it a nine. Okay. Interesting. And uh what do you think, HMG? Now I'm gonna get my perception of Rick since it had the you know the white panties and the fanboys and you know the fan you oh, know yeah. fan <laughs> service you know he's gonna give this a you know ten out of ten I can always tell you know um, but yeah for uh, Jack hmm I want to say I I feel like you gave it like a seven seven point five I feel like I know you liked it a lot but you I've heard you say stuff like that in the past mm-hmm. and you gave it a little bit of score than I thought you would so I'm gonna go like a a just solid seven point five. Okay. Yeah. No, you. Sir, we don't do point fives over here. Oh, exactly. I'm sorry. Seven. I'm sorry. There you go. There you go. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, about to have a heart attack over here. Although you oh, were no. closer at a seven point five, you were closer to what it was. So my my score is actually an eight. Wow. I, oh man, I was teetering. Ah. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm going I'm going with an eight. Uh. Uh, the main main reason for it is because I feel like because they they brought up the looping portion of it, like the parallel world world portion of it up more than once. And my first thought would have been to try and survive the whole time to get at least one or two more uh, Ushios to help me out throughout the whole thing. Right. And while the anime on the most part is really clean, it's really slick. There are some uh, animation points where 
you kind of look at it and you're eh, it looks a little off and or the the clothing like i get it you know ushio is meant to kind of look differently for it but they could have chosen something better than trying to make her look like a gangster a thug <laughs> uh, just like a punk kid something like that with like overly baggy green overalls for whatever reason uh um but honestly over like and just just saying there's a couple of plot devices that I would have liked to see him explore earlier. I just felt his lack of true intelligence kind of let me down a little. Hmm. But other than that, it was a great show. I loved it. It was good. It was long. So don't don't expect like shortness because it is 25 episodes. Don't don't <laughs> expect it to to be done quickly. But they they do they do play they they do it at a decent pace you know it is it is not anything that i would it's not anything that i would be willing i wouldn't be willing to watch again should should it come up so i hope you don't mind me asking cj this jack but cj you know this we were kind of he was we we're trying to buy in right the kind of joke going in buying in rick you're gonna sell us the show did rick uh, no, Rick, uh jack sorry jack <laughs> uh, <laughs> sell you this show i got brick on the brain uh, did did yeah. he sell the show? Yeah, well, yeah. Rick Rick didn't do a good job of selling this. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, but so I was out. But then, but then Jack really, really gave it his all. You know his his little uh, demo that he did for for us. You know the the people live showing us the pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I, I'm I'm gonna buy in. I'll, I'll buy into this one. Oh, thank God, because I was worried you were going to be out right away, man. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Oh, yeah, he got me at the spin service, the white pennies. You know, that's I think I'm in right now. He's got this, but got me treated. I'm joking. (laughs) Um, um, No, yeah, I'm saying with you, man. It just it sounds interesting. Uh, I like the whole time travel. I could live, die, repeat, you know, I think that was, that was, um, or, uh, yeah, that was a Tom Cruise movie, I believe, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, that, it did, that gave me the vibes of that, and that sounds interesting, also, also the shadow people, to like, they become, become shadows, and the whole, like, idea of that, it sounds interesting. Yeah, you got me into, man. <laughs> I might go check this out in the spare time. Good, good, right on. Well, I'm, I'm glad I was able to, uh, sell it on, on you guys, and, you know, obviously, if you guys, you know, ever watch it and you would like me to to kind of like hop in, join you or anything like that. Well, you guys are talking about should you ever talk about it? Yeah, I'd be more. Uh, I'd be, you know, more than willing, obviously. Nice. Yeah, no, for sure. That's mm-hmm. that's fun. That's kind of what happened with the last time where, yeah. when you were on ours with Bubble. I was just like, hey, you want to join? So. Yeah. It's like, I'm free. <laughs> Why not? I can do it. I got time. <laughs> you know i mean when it when it comes to things like that i i am i i tend to be a little bit more flexible most of the time that is that is true not always but you know but i if i can i will uh next week is a random choice so we're gonna be watching and you thought there is never a girl online which was a random oh, choice. oh i like this anime that's great <laughs> Well, I'm glad you've seen it. I I think I I think I've started it. I don't think I've finished it though. We'll find out. 
Um, HMG, have you have you seen it? Have you seen this I, one? I, I've seen the thumbnail. I guess what I call it the thumbnails. It look. It, it, I like the uh, cover art. It looks interesting. I mean, it is a slice of life, etchy style show. So, I mean, I, yeah, it's, I was about to say it's right up Rick's alley. It's like almost a guarantee. <laughs> it's a guaranteed minimum seven right off the bat. So we already know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it'll be interesting to see what he says. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe for the pre-show for next week, we'll we'll have him give his little uh, buy in on summer rendering and, and share his score on that for the pre-show uh, next week. That's all the time that we have for today. Uh, you want to tell uh, everyone where they can reach out to you guys? Let's uh, start with you, HMG. Yeah, um, pretty much HMG Geekdom all across TikTok, Twitter, uh, YouTube, uh, uh, Instagram, Insta, I guess kids call it nowadays. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. HMG Geekdom. Um, do, will I continue? Um, podcast. That's pretty much it. We'll watch one episode and decide, or maybe three episodes and decide if we're going to continue on. But it's been a pleasure, man. Thanks for the invite. Oh, of course, of course. And uh, where where can everyone uh, find you, uh, CJ? Uh, they can find us kind of, again, across the board. Um, X Anime Anonymous on TikTok, Instagram, um, Twitter. And uh, I know Ace has been doing it like on Audius as well. That's like his baby. So, yeah, any of those, we are always down to chat hear whatever people think flame whatever all a good time <laughs> and on. well uh that's all the time that we have for today uh if you want to reach out to us tell and and tell me what you thought of this week's choice did i do it enough justice not enough justice did i sell you on it and you just want to buy in on the summertime rendering reach out to us a uh, featured anime podcast uh, dot com all the contact information's on there i'm always hanging out on our discord and everything like that if you want to catch some of the pre-show that uh that is usually done patreon.com slash featured anime podcast if you want to buy yourself uh the manga for this uh show which it is based on a manga you can use the affiliate link that is in the show notes for you you click on that link you buy anything on there takes you right stuff anime we do get a little bit of a kickback we very much appreciate it or you can buy yourself some swanky swag at shop.featuredanimepodcast.com. And until next time, I'm Jack and Rick may be back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.